0: Final Score podcast this week comes to you from uh, Mount St. Mary's University. We are in Memorial Gymnasium. We are at Mount Basketball Media Day for the men's basketball team. And in just a couple of minutes, we'll talk to the head coach of the Mountaineers, Dan Engelstad. Uh, The team is uh, gearing up for the start of the season. Uh, They they open the season uh, Wednesday, November 6th against uh, Georgetown University at uh, at, at Capital One Arena, a, a big stage. And uh, joining me uh, right now is the team's uh, leading scorer last year, uh, one, one, one of the very best players, a Maryland native uh, yeah. <laughs> of Vado Morse. Be, being from Maryland, what's it like, what's it like playing here?
1: Um, it's fun, of course, being from the area. Um, a lot of people, of course, know you because you grew up in the area, and they get to come watch you play at one of the highest levels. So, I mean, it's pretty fun. Uh, I love the crowd. <laughs> always give me out, something out there to play for.
0: Yeah, when you look in the crowd, you probably see some familiar faces, yeah. friends, family, they get to come see you play,
1: right? Yeah, especially when we go back to um, Capital One Arena. A lot of my family, friends are around that area and not the Emmonsburg area, so right. they get to D. come D. out. DC, right, there, yeah, so right. It should be fun. What's it
0: like playing in a big arena like that? I mean, you've done it before. Uh, yeah,
1: um, it's it's a little challenging because of uh, the, I, the, I don't know, they say the depth, because you can see, like, you're in a regular gym, you can see the back like the back of the rim but when you go in the arena it's kind of spaced out more spaced out so like you're shooting is it hard to get your sight lines for pretty the, much for, yeah, for, for the
0: shooting yeah how'd your summer go man
1: um it went well uh i had a few injuries um I hip like refluxer. what hip flexor yeah, yeah my lcl i strained it but i mean i'm getting back in the groove and ready to play on Wednesday. You 100%, you're
0: 100 right now or are you, you're you're back in the groove yeah, I'm back so in the groove. right did that limit you and your injuries and how many shots you could get up and just what you were doing basketball-wise over the
1: summer? Um, yeah, I probably took like a month off, I believe, maybe a month and a half. Um, probably took off, but I mean, after that, like like right now, pretty much, I'm getting back to filling the things and moving on.
0: How hard was it to come back from the injuries?
1: Um, not that hard because I've been, like I said, I've been playing basketball my whole life. But the only thing that was pretty much difficult is my fatigue. Your your
0: fatigue, yeah, yeah right. So what type of team could we expect this season? I mean, I look down on the roster, and I see a lot of familiar faces last year. You guys even have some juniors uh, on the roster this year. Last year, was all freshmen and sophomore. What what is that extra level of experience going to do for
1: you guys Uh, this year? A lot of growth, pretty much. So now that we are more experienced, we know what to look for. We know what to do. We know what plays we need to run, what things we need to do in order to win. So I mean, like I say, growth, pretty much, I think the key word you can take from what I'm saying.
0: What was it like going through last season?
1: Um, last season it was kind of it was kind of blind because we didn't really know like what to look out look for. We pretty much went over the practice plan, took things from practice. But now I say like go in and everybody <laughs> believe in themselves. I said that last year, and I still think go with that, believe in ourselves, go out to play. They, everybody got tight issues just like we do.
0: Right. You averaged almost 15 points a game last year, three assists, couple steals. I mean, did you surprise yourself with how well you played last year?
1: Um, surprised? I'd say no because. I think all the work I put in uh, will pay off eventually. So I, I won't say I was surprised, but I say I shocked a lot of people, a lot of doubters. And that just pushes me pretty much.
0: What, what, did, what did that feel like to, to open some eyes and sort of shock people, like you say?
1: A uh, relief and to put a chip on my shoulder to know I even got to prove myself again next year. So look forward to next year. Last year's behind me. Got to move on. Right.
0: Uh, uh, transferring has become a big deal in, in, in college basketball I and mean, when you have good seasons like you at small schools like this, uh, other schools tend to come a-knocking. Um, what, what made you stay at the mountain? did you have some opportunities to leave?
1: Um, what made me stay, i say the, uh, the coaches, of course, the way they allowed me to play. They believed in me and my teammates. I love those guys. I love fighting for those guys. i do anything for them. Did,
0: did, did you have thoughts about leaving?
1: Um, no, not really. Uh, me and my family, at one point, we looked at over things, but it was never pretty much a, one of our options.
0: Right. What, what, what do you enjoy the most about playing with these guys?
1: Uh, they, they fight us. Like I said, we didn't know what, what was going to happen last year. We all stuck, stuck with it, and I want to dance with them one time. <laughs> right.
0: Uh, I was talking to Jalen uh, Jalen Gibbs, and he said you guys really learned a lot last season, go, going through the struggles of 9 and 22 season. You weren't yeah. what you wanted to be in the conference either. What were the big lessons in your mind that you guys learned last year?
1: Um, last year, uh, everything is not going to come easy, i say. Like I said, we fought, 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 and everything w- don't go your way. So that's pretty much the big le- two lessons I think we'll take from last year.
0: Right. How did you start playing basketball?
1: Um, boys and girls clubs when I started. Um, then when I got to around 10, um, I played for D.C. Assault. Uh, that was a big, big time AAU program around the area, and then an incident happened with Curtis, which led to the um, DC premiere. And since then, I've been working out for uh, perfecting my craft. Where would you go to high school? Uh, Bullets, the Bullets. yeah. High yeah, school.
0: right. And what was it like playing, playing, playing high school basketball in, in this area?
1: Uh, it was fun. Um, I love, like I said, staying, staying in my area, playing for uh, Bruce Kelly was very fun. He let me play my game he's sort of like Dan they believed in me and it's let me go out and play the,
0: the chip on your shoulder where does that come from just being a smaller guy playing um, basketball or where, where, where does that come from
1: uh, I say probably my friends because when I transferred from boys and girls club to AU they always like I was probably the worst player on my team like, you were the worst player worst player like,
0: no kidding did you think you had a future in division one college basketball um, it was
1: actually a point where I actually wanted to quit because it was so hard, like the transfer from Boys and Girls Club to A- one of the best AAU programs in the country. So it was kind of hard, very, rough, very, what, very what, what, rough. What made it rough? Uh, my my teammates, my true friends that I have now, um, Jared, Jared Bynum and Prentice Hub. Prentice Hub plays um, at Notre Dame. And Jared Bynum, he just transferred from St. Joe's to Providence. Them two guys, they pushed me. They bust me. Bust my, I even so it was roughing it, roughing
0: it, roughing it, a good way. Yeah. No, no, not, not, not a bad way. It was At a, the time, i right. say it was bad. Right. Like i always be like, you were, Man, you I were struggling. Quit. You were struggling. At the time, yeah.
1: I used to fake like my stomach hurts, so I wouldn't even go to practice. Why didn't you quit? Um, honestly, I think, I guess, probably my family, like, we were really not no quitters. So right. I see them, like, they really believed in me. They pushed me, and all the money and time they put into me, I just wanted to pay off. Right.
0: Uh, having gone through the transfer experience once before, is that one something that might 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 keep you here, or does that not factor into it? Uh,
1: I'm not. I'm just ready to play basketball. Right, yeah, this Yeah. Right. I'm not even focused on the transfer. Yeah. Right.
0: Sure. Now, uh, what what's going to be the key for you guys this season?
1: Uh, focus on to details. Um, Believing in ourselves. I that's my big, like I said, motto. And go out and play. <laughs>
0: right. Uh, You guys were picked seventh in the the conference. That might put a chip on your shoulder too uh, because you 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 guys probably believe you you should be much higher. We will. We'll see. Right. right. What gives you that confidence that that things are going to get better? I
1: got the doubters and the way we go into practice. If you watch my practice from last year to this year, much harder, much more energetic. We compete a lot, and that's what I like. We fight and we compete, like I said.
0: Yeah. How how have you improved individually?
1: Um, I try to – like I said, last year was pretty much me scoring wise, but now this year I'm trying to find and uh, pick up my role on defense.
0: Right, yeah. Uh, and and, and what, what sort of goals have you set for yourself?
1: Be the best defensive player on the team. Um, try to get a player of the year and dance with these guys. Right, you want to get to the tournament, <laughs> yeah, the, the,
0: the big dance. How do you sort of balance that, the scoring with, with getting other teammates involved?
1: Um, I pretty much, my game, I, I try like, in the first quarter you know, get my teammates involved. So, Cause they already, they know I'm gonna come ready to play. So I try to get them, you know, involved. And then if things, you know, tend to go down, that's when I kind of step in and do my, my part.
0: Right. Can you guys shock the world? Can you beat Georgetown? Of course.
1: You can. All right. things are possible. Right. <laughs> like I said, they their shoes just like us. Right.
0: And what's it gonna be like playing Georgetown, do you think? Um, what, what type of, I mean, I'm sure you've looked at them I a little bit. Yeah. They,
1: uh, they like to go inside a lot. So, like I told them my guys, let them know. We watch film. Let let them know what they'd like to do, and we just got to run.
0: Right. What are the nerves like? What are the butterflies like at the start of the season?
1: Before any game, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm nervous for every game. But as soon as the ball tip in, it it, it all goes away. It all goes away. Right. (laughs)
0: Well, hey, man, uh, thanks for coming over. We look forward to watching you play uh, uh, this season, and uh, best of luck going forward. Thank you. Appreciate it very much. Thank you. All right, that's uh, Votto Morris, leading scorer for the Mount St. Mary's uh, Mountaineers last year, and when we come back, we will talk to Mount basketball coach Dan Engelstad. Stay with us here on the Final Score podcast. We are back here on the Final Score podcast, and uh, pleased to be joined now by the uh, head coach of the Mount St. Mary's Mountaineers, uh, Dan Engelstad. And uh, Dan, how was your summer? I mean, I know uh, it's been a big summer for you because you have a new addition to the family. How, how, How is everyone?
2: Yeah, it's been a, it's been a terrific summer, uh, personally, professionally, and um, really enjoying our our group of guys, which which makes the the summer. Um, you know, that much better. But yeah, you, you mentioned it, just welcomed our, our beautiful daughter Elise uh, to the world three weeks ago and um, and basketball season is about to start up here. So um, we've had a lot happen in our life and um, but really just um, excited about the direction of this program right How now. How much sleep
0: are you getting these days?
2: Uh, a couple hours here and there. And, uh, the sleep- Washington Nationals didn't help my sleep pattern because right, they've been say. keeping me up and um, really have fallen in love with, with what they did. And um, so for, uh, me not a whole lot of sleep, but uh, I wouldn't have it any other way. You I squeeze love squeezing
0: some naps uh, 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 every now and then. I bet. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, so right. you know,
2: at night we, we get a couple hours here and there and and enjoy it. But there's uh, no lack of energy in the morning. We're ready to go and, and get our day started. You mentioned the nats. What what can you learn from that? What can you show your team?
0: What what do you hope your team takes away from watching a team like that?
2: Just their commitment to each other. I mean, you could see that. I mean, they the, they genuinely had a connection and you know, the, the celebrations were fun and get to see him, but just you could tell that it wasn't about one individual and that it was all 25. And I think Max Serger said that last night in his interview that what made that team unique, it was it was 25 people that were all for each other. So, um, you know, take that away as, as well as You know you're going to face adversity in the season you know the fact that they were 19 and 31 and everyone was writing them off and going to fire Davey you just you never know you stick to it and you stick to what you believe in and stick to your core and and keep fighting to get better Um, it can turn it can turn in a big way and uh, what a story of resilience and um, a lot of messages that we can share with our with our team
0: so you you have a full off season under your belt here i mean your feet are on the ground it it seems like firmly now like like how much did that sort of help you going into this year?
2: Oh, it's night and day. I mean, just in terms of just the energy in the gym and the guys' expectation of what we are as a as a staff and what's expected and, um, you know, just the, the amount that they, they have an understanding of what is about to happen. I mean, last year, being so young, staff, players, like there was a lot of unknown. And now we have a routine, a rhythm, um, a language that we all speak. and. Um, because of that, you know, I, I, we hope that it can yield some great results. And um, we're not going to be result driven. For us, it's, it really is going to be about just trying to get better. I know we're better. I know we're physically better. I know we're um, much more connected. Uh, don't know how that's going to translate, but just looking forward to seeing our guys get a chance to compete. Most importantly, you're more experienced. I, I look down on your roster, I actually, see some juniors uh,
0: uh, this year. Last year, it was all freshmen and sophomore Just what will that experience, that added experience, do for you guys?
2: It helps so much. I mean, just in terms of, uh, you know, now our guys can help the young guys out. Like they can, instead of us having to teach 17 new bodies, you know, we had two guys that are coming in that, okay, this is how we do things. This is what we're trying to do. And are we done yet? Absolutely not. We're still a work in progress and we're still young and um, we're still working on leadership. And, you know, one of the biggest things that we're emphasizing right now is communication and, and consistency and being able to put it together for, you know, a full two-hour practice and then, having that correlate to us being able to do it in games. So you know, by, by no means are we where we want to be, but um, the growth has been terrific and um, you know, something that I, I think will really help us throughout the course of the year. When I look down at your roster, I also see that pretty much
0: everyone is back uh, this year. Did you lose anyone? Is, there, is there everyone back from last year?
2: Yeah, we returned um, a lot. Most of our contributors. So, right, you know, yeah. for us, we got ninety nine percent of our league scoring coming back. So, for us, right. that's a big that's a big deal. I mean, we're um, we've gotten older. Uh, you know, we, we've gotten stronger. We've gotten better. So, you know, the the fact that we have guys that have played in games and finished relatively strong down the stretch of the season, that know what it is like to to grind out a close game at the end. I mean, that that experience matters.
0: Yeah, well, absolutely, and having everyone back matters too, because when you you coach at a school like this, I mean, say what you want about the state of college basketball, but transferring has become a huge part of the story here in college basketball. And schools like this almost have to fight to keep their players. What what, what, what was your message to your guys at the end of the season, and how did you keep this group together?
2: So just my vision and message to the guys, and is that we want to graduate young men that feel an attachment to Mount Saint Mary's University. Yeah. Um, I have no interest in guys coming to transferring. That's not how I want to build this. I want this to be sustainable. I want this to be about relationships. I want it to be about the longevity of what we're trying to do. So for us, we just we preach family. We 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 try to live it. Doesn't mean it's going to be all roses. We're going to have our ups and downs. We're going to go through lumps. Um, but at the end of the day, I think our guys really know that we got their back. So you know, for us, that is you know we have to make sure the guys in our program know where we're headed and and we have a very clear vision for what it looks like and um, you know we if we keep our core here and keep adding talent that we know as a staff we're working hard to recruit um, we think we can have a a really sustainable and and great future here at Mount St. Mary's and um, we just hope that our culture is strong enough where guys won't want to leave.
0: Right does that dynamic factor into your recruiting though when when you're recruiting and you look at a player's profile do you, you, you sort of maybe red flag some kids saying this kid might transfer and stuff I mean does that factor into the the people you bring in here
2: 100 percent, and it it is part of the uh conversation with the family when they come in here I mean I'm very open and blunt with it I I don't have any interest in having this be a stepping stone and I share that because um for me I didn't get into coaching because of that I I did it to watch young men develop and grow and and be part of that process and, and be part of that completion. Getting a degree from Mount St. Mary's is something special and I, I want to be there and be part of your son's development. And, and I say that to the young men too. And so that's something that we, um, you know, we make sure that that's part of our evaluating process too.
0: Right, uh, your leading scorer last year was uh, Votto Morris. How was Votto Samurai? He came on and said he was batting a little nicks and bruises and stuff like that. And, and, and how do you expect him to improve this year?
2: Yeah, these last couple of weeks are really important for Vado. He has had some um, some small injuries that he hasn't been able to be on the court, so he's now getting back in shape. Um, he's put on some really good muscle. Uh, he When he has been out there, his pace is different. Um, Votto's a, a supremely talented young man that can score with the best of them in the country, and, and he got special when – he started distributing it. And so that's the challenge to him is like shot selection and, and making your teammates better. Cause yeah. when you do that, you open everything up for everybody. And, and cause he is such a good score. And um, we challenged him to become a better catch and shoot guy. You know, he's gonna have to play off the ball. So just that's an area of, that we asked him to improve in. So, Vado um, is a, a talented young man that has a very bright future, and um, it's good to see him back on the court, and hopefully these last week of prep with the week he just had is going to be enough for him to, to be in game shape. What are, you, what are you looking for from him in terms of distributing, finding teammates, and being aggressive and, and going after his own shot? Yeah, we, we, we need him to score. I mean, that's a, a role that we've given him, so you have to score points for us to be successful because he's one of the guys on our roster that can create something out of nothing. Um, he can go get his own basket. So you know, late shot clock, the way basketball works. So there's a lot of really good defensive teams. So he's one of those guys that can really break you down and go create. And um, you know, with that ability and with that responsibility that we're giving him, you know, we're asking him to to make sure that it's a balance there and uh, getting guys involved and getting them better too. Right,
0: couple more because I know we're running short on time here. Uh, um, Jalen Gibbs and uh, Malik Jefferson, two two returning players you have back. Uh, how they improved this summer and what are you seeing from them
2: So we'll start with Malik. Malik has uh put on um some really good weight and it, and it's it's he's in great shape too compared to where he was last year. Was that a point of emphasis because because Vado's put on
0: good weight, Malik's put on good weight. Was that really a point of emphasis with you? It has or, yeah. to be.
2: Yeah, it has to be. For us we we were in a lot of close games and we didn't come up with those big rebounds or we didn't come up with those big stops and for us like I thought a lot of it was just being um you know uh, out of, physical in the post or getting a tough rebound. So just having that extra size will help us hopefully come up with those big plays, but he's also in in better shape than he was last year. And for Malik, you know, a big part of it was just keeping him on the floor. Foul trouble was a big issue for him. So trying to get him in better shape. So he doesn't come up with that late, you know, foul at the end of the first, media so just trying to keep him um, engaged but he's so skilled and he's actually extended his range a little bit shooting it a little bit better at 15 footer looks really consistent so looking forward for him showing case in that or even have him shoot some threes but i don't know if he's got confidence in himself to let it rip yet like that but we want him to do that and then jalen gibbs is, is is an elite athlete and um, had a really good summer need him to be more consistent from three he's put a lot of time into that um, so hopefully, you know that will um, you know pay off for him and, and for our team the uh, ability to keep the floor stretched consistently and not just streaky. Any stylistic tweaks? Will you guys play roughly the same way you did last year? Well, we we um, we believe that we're deeper. Uh, we got a couple guys injured right now, so we want to play a little bit faster this year. We want to get up and down. Um, you know, for us, uh, we think we have the ability to do that more. Uh, Our press was a good weapon for us last year. You're gonna still see some of that. Um, From an offensive standpoint, we just wanna make sure our pace is good and the ball movement's good. But um, you know, at the end of the day, if you wanna win games in March and you wanna win your conference tournament, like you're gonna have to be good in the half court. And so for us, we're really putting emphasis on being better defensively, more dialed in. Um, Our bigs need to protect the paint and the rim and our guards need to contain the ball and do better there. So um, if we make those adjustments, we think we have a chance to to win a lot of games with the way we're playing. Talking to Mount St. Mary's basketball coach Dan Anglestad, I'm looking at your
0: schedule. You guys open the season uh, next Wednesday, uh, November 6th, at Georgetown, so you'll be in a big... Is it is it different, a lot different for your guys playing in a big arena like that?
2: Yeah, we're going to go the night before and um, the morning the, of we're yeah. going to go shoot just because that different backdrop, Sight it lines, does make yeah. a different... Um, you know, there's a, so getting that feel will, will be helpful. Um, at the end of the day, it's basketball. It's going to be about execution, and um, we want to generate some great shots. And our guys love these environments, so. Um, you know, I, I don't know what the result will be. I just know our guys um, at least from what they've shown me in these past seven months of work that um, we're ready to go in there and compete and compete hard.
0: Right. And then uh, you guys uh, come home uh, Saturday, uh, November 9th the home opener against uh, Division 3 uh, uh, Gettysburg College. Is it important to have early season home games? Your friend Jamie and Christian uh, started I think the 2016 season with three, 21 straight road games. They were on the road for three straight weeks. I'm sure you th- You looked at Jamie and said, what are you doing? I mean, is it important to have some early season home games?
2: (laughs) I absolutely think so, especially with our team. We weren't um, as good at home as we needed to be. Uh, So for us, like we have to get used to taking care of not arena. That's if we want to flip our record and we want to really make a big jump, like we got to win at home. And for us, we got to play here. We got to get used to it. Um, we got to be able to feed off our crowd. We got to give them energy. So the more times that we get in um, that environment is better for us. And um, you know, Gettysburg is going to be a good opponent. Another Division Three, but there's a lot of really good Division Three programs. And coach does a really good job there. And for us, it's a local game. You know, they're. 15 miles down the road. So they'll attract right. some people. So it should be a fun environment. And um, you know, within the schedule that we have, um, it's much needed that we get a chance to give ourselves opportunities to play at home and, and hopefully take care of business.
0: You guys will play most of the area schools, uh, Georgetown, Loyola, the annual rivalry, American, Navy, Coppin are both on the schedule. You also have teams that you're, you take a trip to Washington. So you're going you're going to the Pacific Northwest, you're going to Kentucky, you're going to UAB. How did the schedule sort of come together for you guys?
2: yeah so we ultimately have to challenge ourselves and put ourselves in a position to play some of the best teams and we know that and then there's also a um obligation to make sure that we're funding our department in the right way and sure. so part of that is making sure we go get enough uh, money to right to help with our um de- department and our program and um so there's a balance there and then you know for us we part wanna, of part of life at a school like yeah yeah. Right, and that, yeah and that's and and Obviously we know that coming in, but I think there's a really good balance to the schedule. You know, we play some home area games at Howard and we play at Navy. So there's good trips that are good games for us and 50, 50 games that, you know, we got to bring it and, and get to challenge ourselves against teams that are going to be like opponents in the league. And um, and then we get a chance to play five home games. I mean, the mountain hasn't done that in a, in a while. So the fact that we do get to play non-conference, um, right, non-conference yeah, you know, is, um, so I do, I do like this schedule and I, I know how challenging it's going to be, especially in November with all the travel and, um, you know, all of our guys wanna be professional players and uh, hey, this is what the road is like. So let's get, get used to it. Let's learn about ourselves. Let's um, use every opportunity on the road to, to find out what we're, what we're really made of and about. And, you know, we're gonna taste some adversity and how we respond to that's really gonna be critical to our team's success this year.
0: Right, uh, two more for you. Uh, you guys were picked uh, preseason number seven in the league, the Northeast Conference. I know you don't care about that, but how is the league uh, looking this year in terms of
2: balance and, and who's who? They didn't lose a lot this year. I mean, only right. one really good underclassman left. So right. I think that bodes well for the league. Yeah, is that is that encouraging? Because yeah, we talked about the transfer issue uh, earlier. I yeah. like that, and you want the league to be good. And I, I do think it's wide open. I think the teams at the top are good, and they got good talent. But I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if anybody, you know, in the league can make a run at this thing. It's You know, a lot of games were competitive last year. And um, so that, that – we got to close that gap and that's what we're working hard to is try to find ways in our program that we can close that gap to, um, you know, not be in a position we were in last year and, and make a jump. And they did pick us seventh and, um, you know, I thought that's about where they would pick us and we're working way harder than, than that. You know, we're trying to, to elevate and it'll never, ne- expectations will never change. We want to compete for championships every year and, um, I can look our guys in the eye and say that if we bring it to our capability, we can be there at the end of the day. And um, but that's on us, is that's developing that consistency that we talked about. And um, so that's why we, everyone's optimistic at this point in the year, and, and that's why we play the games, right, to to find out where really where we're at.
0: Right, and here we are. It's the start of the November. The start of what you hope is a six-month grind uh, through this season. Uh, what are you looking forward to the most?
2: All of it. I mean, the, it's the best time of the year. Just you know, getting. Back with your team in the locker room and preparing, and you know the the constant ways to try to find ways to get your team better. And um, you know I, I'm very fortunate to have such a great staff, and just the working through the team and the players, just you know getting just getting better together is just something that um, has kind of been the model since I've taken over. We talk about growing together and just really doing that throughout the course of this year. And you know we think that can can lead to a really successful season. And um successful run here at the Mount. Yeah, Dan Engelstad,
0: uh, appreciate your time. So, are going trick or treating tonight with with the little one or um... I
2: Think it might have gotten rained out, but uh, oh, okay. I I am um will be wearing my Frozen costume. Frozen. Yeah, are are so you are my, Elsa or so Anna. I'm not, or, I'm not okay. Elsa and Anna. I okay. am uh not Prince Hans cuz he's not the good guy. Okay. I am uh why am I blanking? My daughter's going to give me a hard time if I can't come oh, up geez. with his name. Um not Sven. Uh, Christoph, Christ, you're I'm Christoph. Christoph. Okay. I'm Christoph. So, now there, how there are you go. with the Halloween? And my candy. wife is Anna, so we're yeah. good.
0: Very good. Yeah. And how are you with the Halloween candy? If it's laying around the house, do you binge? So, so you want your? I'm want, a Reese's guy. Re, 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 peanut I'm butter a, cups. I love peanut butter. Cups. No, they're they're the best, right? The and and best. the little Snickers and the little Hershey yeah. bars. You know, yeah, I've been stuff. working
2: out more this year. I'm in better shape, but you put that in front of my face, that's hard for me to resist.
0: Right. So, so you're hoping your kids come home with a good haul because then that then you could like loot some of their candy right yeah
2: well I'm actually hoping they don't so I don't have to loot their candy <laughs> but no it's it's uh, it's exciting um and you know like I said we just got a three week old and she's uh, been a joy so um yeah no it's uh it's I uh, hope everyone has a happy Halloween and uh, I know our family is
0: Dan thanks for coming on look forward to yep. seeing this get started thanks so sure. All right, uh, Dan Engelstad, uh, the Mount St. Mary's uh, men's basketball coach. And uh, my thanks to uh, Dan, to Votto Morris uh, for coming on the final score here, and uh, to Graham Cullen, our, our, our producing, uh, who puts the podcast uh, together every week. So that is it for now. Uh, we are at Mount St. Mary's Basketball Media Day. Uh, the Mountaineers start the season again Wednesday, November 6th at Georgetown. Their home opener is Saturday, November 9th against Gettysburg College. All right, we will uh, talk to you next week. I'm Greg Swatek of the Predator's Post Sports Department. Thanks for listening to the Final Score.